Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo, where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watch every episode and then we talk about them. How's life, Stefan? Oh, it's great. <laughs> just just uh, preparing for my rap debut. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited for Snoot. Snoot. <laughs> for Snoot. <laughs> I can't talk today. Boop for fork the pitch. Snoot. Boop the snoot. Boop the snoot. <laughs> Fork the hit. pitch. <laughs> if you could fit that line in there somehow. Oh, I will. That's what uh, That's what it's going to be. <laughs> Boop the snoot. Fork the pitch. I got a dog, but she's not a... And then I'll I'll cut to another line there. You just put a beep sound in. No, <laughs> it'll be like a... It'll be like, but she's not a... I went to the store. And then... <laughs> Psych. <laughs> man won a lotto ticket. Something, something, something. Me, Loesh's wife. <laughs> Just, uh, I just get better and better every episode. Oh, yeah. That is <laughs> the caliber. Keep, <laughs> yeah. Just keep freestyling. <laughs> it's going to be the longest minute and a half of your lives, people. <laughs> but for some strange reason, you won't be able to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, let's just put it on a loop on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, yeah. Oh, I guess it's my episode. I should probably yeah. just start <laughs> That's okay. It. No, take your time. Just did baby just, steps, then a walk, yeah. then a jog, and then a yeah. run. Eventually, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> so, this episode, season five, episode six, Born to Run. So, last <laughs> week, I believe you read off the IMDb description. Okay. Which is quite lengthy. Yes. I went with the Wikipedia one. Mm. Less so. Okay. <laughs> the Wikipedia description of this episode says, a champion whippet is stolen prior to a big race. Okay. <laughs> That's actually probably even better than the it's IMDb very concise. one. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's what you need to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this episode first aired October 20th, 1983. I also had to look up what a whippet was because I had no idea. Like, yeah, can I, you tell I, me? I, I, don't, I don't actually know. I assumed it was a dog, which is correct. It is a dog. Uh, but I had no idea what it looked like. Uh, so they're basically like a different version of a greyhound. Slightly mm. smaller. And they don't run quite as fast. But okay. Otherwise, Greyhound. <laughs> they look, very, yeah, the the one we're going to meet looks very Greyhound-esque. Yes, yeah. And I think they're from the same family. I did Google it a little and looked it up. Basically, Greyhounds, Whippets, and like Italian Greyhounds are all basically the same thing. Just different sizes. Okay. The more you know. <laughs> I learned more, something today. That's your fun fact for the day. So that yeah. picture that whenever we mention a Whippet, whose name okay. is Allegra. We're going to meet her soon. <laughs> yes. All right, so uh, we are going to see a truck. It says Travis Kennels on the side. There's a guy who's like creeping in the woods uh, with binoculars staring at a child. (laughs) It's very disturbing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not just a child. So there's a kid and then an old man and a woman, and they are watching a whippet, this dog, race around a field. At first, I thought it was chasing a frisbee, but then it was moving in a non-frisbee-like manner. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, a, like an alien frisbee. It's like, yeah, those UFO videos you see of like, the yeah. lights. We're just like immediately, it's like sharp on 90 degree angles. <laughs> yes. That's what this dog is chasing is doing. So yeah. it's actually like, they call it a lure. It's like a piece of fabric, I think with some scent on it or something. Mm. Uh, but also just the motion of it makes the dog chase it on a wire and it It, is like zipping around (laughs) it's like extreme fox hunting remember we talked about like the chemical fox hunting where they just have the rag and they like this is (laughs) that times a thousand yes it's very bizarre if you've ever seen like a greyhound race it's kind of like the rabbit on the rails but it goes all over the place yeah 
the trio is like watching this dog do this the woman is timing it uh, and the man in the bush is also timing it and creeping on them with the binoculars <laughs> <laughs> he's timing it because he's been there for like eight hours yeah. and he's just like please be done i have to pee so bad i need to go home <laughs> yeah, yes. i'm so my wife this. has been asking questions <laughs> right she thinks i'm cheating on her and i, really I wish i could wife. tell her yeah she's, i wish i could tell her I, that i was it would be easier yeah. than explaining this yeah she'll never forgive this yeah. uh, so the dog stops running i get it catches the thing i still don't understand the sport i actually googled the sport and could find nothing so mm. did they invent it for this episode i don't know no it's got to be a real it's got to be a real thing it just maybe it didn't survive the 80s i'm gonna guess not because every time i googled like whip it racing there was like two different types there's like straight racing which is basically just the straight track and you just let them run in a straight line like a a dog drag race yeah exactly exactly (laughs) fastest half mile yeah Uh, and then there's the oval one which is the one you think of with greyhounds yeah essentially that was the only two i could find not this weird like zigzaggy that's got to be brutal on the dogs, right? Like, that's got to be really hard on the joints. Right? Like, they're changing direction so quickly. Yes. That is not good for them. No. But anyways, uh, this dog, Allegra, is apparently very good at it. Because the kid is like, how'd she do? Uh, and the woman stops the timer and says, well, what's the national record? And of course, the kid knows. Uh, and she says, for a whip it, 86 seconds. And it turns out Allegra did this in 83 Wow. She shaved a whole three seconds off that world record or national record. Go. That's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, the dad, his name is Philip, um, asks who is the national champion right now. Um, it turns out it's a dog named Laser, uh, who's owned by <laughs> Laser. <laughs> it's like a. It's also a part-time American gladiator. <laughs> it really does sound like that. Like usually these dogs have like ridiculous names. Like yeah, fancy hoity-toity three-word names. Yeah. No, we get yeah. Laser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who belongs to a woman named Eileen Travis of Travis Kennels, which is near Moncton. So I'm assuming we are supposed oh. to be in New Brunswick. It beats me. I don't, I don't know that, where we are. Or spoiler, the man in the bush is working for Eileen. He traveled a very long way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kid is like totally confident now that Allegra, her dog, can win. Her dad, Philip, however, does not agree. Well, maybe he agrees. He has a very unexplainable hesitation towards sending this kid and dog to the national championships. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, I think we might get a potential explanation later on. I think he can't quite afford it. I like it, think so. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He does mention, we'll get to that later on, the money issue. But right now he's just like, I'm the problem. The only reason he can't go is because of me right now. And the woman, who's the kid's mom, is like, well, I'm going to show you something. Uh, the tape of Allegra winning regionals. And Philip was like, I was there. I don't need to watch a tape of it. <laughs> like, why are you trying to show this to me? <laughs> I was literally in the stands cheering you on. <laughs> yep. I took the video. <laughs> right. Uh, he's like, I don't have time for this. I have like a student coming to yep. see me. And the woman's like, well, surely you have 83 seconds. And he's like, no, no, I really don't. I have a student coming. (laughs) Right. I can't just make him wait while I watch a dog run. (laughs) Yeah. He's paying me. I don't think you understand how this works. Right. This is how I fund this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So we cut to a kid on a bike. Uh, He's just like rocking along. He's got a little violin case on his shoulders. He's carrying it. Uh, He hits a giant rock in the middle of the road. 
goes flying <laughs> off his bike. That's because he's riding his bike, but he's looking left and right constantly. Like he's like he looks like a uh, like a nineteen fifties robot where it's like scanning <laughs> yes. back. He never looks ahead of him. He's looking left and right all the time. <laughs> Just like danger, danger, yeah. danger. Where are the wolves? Where are the wolves? Where are the wolves? Where are the wolves? Die. Like I'm gonna die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He never suspects that the problem would be directly in front of him. <laughs> Stupid rock. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he goes flying. Uh, the case goes flying. The violin goes flying. He goes flying. Bike goes flying. Uh, Hobo has watched this whole situation go down. Uh, so he shows up to arrive, like help him out. Uh, the kid's like, oh, my God, please don't let the violin be broken or else I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike and his spreadsheet wrote in... Um, that poor violin student sounded a bit too real when he said he was worried about what might happen if the instrument was ruined. And he I really, agree. He, he did an excellent job acting or he was not acting. Yeah. <laughs> He's lived that experience. <laughs> Ooh, I would have got killed. Because uh, he, he opens up the case. He's like, oh, thank God. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So my he picks 300-year-old Stratocaster. <laughs> or, uh, what is it? Stradivarius. What my, Stradivarius, yeah. I'd be a, a very... I'd be amazed if there was a Stratocaster in there. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Stratocaster made ukuleles? What happened? <laughs> I don't remember ever watching Hendrix play one of those. <laughs> they destroyed all that footage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was part of the estate. <laughs> yeah. It was in his last will and testament. <laughs> Burn it all. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the kid picks up his bike. Hobo picks up his violin case. And the kid's like, oh, thank God you're going to help me. <laughs> and yeah. they take off again down the road. We cut back to a video of Allegra, which we presume is her running at regionals. Uh, the woman is trying to convince Philip, like, she's super good. Like, we need to go. She's going to win this race. Uh, at this point is when I realized the old man was actually the kid's dad. Because for a while I was like, grandfather? Father. Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> he's the girl's father. Father, yes. <laughs> and that woman is Milos' wife. So I yes. don't know why she is where she is <laughs> i did look that up because she looked uber familiar because that episode oh, yeah. was not that long ago nope <laughs> but yes she's now married to philip <laughs> yeah. stepmom to child i don't know i don't think she's married i don't think she's married to him oh, i think maybe she's not i think she just trains the whippet and that's that could also be the case <laughs> it their relationship is very ambiguous <laughs> yeah i mean they're flirty so maybe they are married or yeah, maybe they're the just flirty yeah, does she live there? Does she not? I don't know. He doesn't know either. <laughs> no. He's like, I keep seeing you at breakfast, but I don't remember letting you in. <laughs> yeah, where do you sleep at night? <laughs> the woman is trying to convince Philip, basically, like, this dog is really good. She's going to win. Um, Philip tells Astrid, who's sitting with him at this point, like, she needs to go outside. They're going to have an adult conversation. <laughs> yeah, and the the woman winks at the girl, but she doesn't actually wink. She just no. flexes her face muscles, yeah. which I found very off-putting. I was like, whoa, all right, that's weird. It was a very strange, like, some people just can't wink, which, you know, occurs. But then yeah. don't try and wink. <laughs> <laughs> it's just creepy. <laughs> just smile and nod. Just smile and nod. Exactly. The kid will still get what you mean. <laughs> so this is where we find out that Philip isn't against the kid going to the Nationals. Uh, but he doesn't want to go all the way down to Montreal. That's really a big problem. Money is an issue. Um, this is where Paula, I think her name is Paula. Sure. Mentions that <laughs> she's on the board of whatever this racing committee is. And they've all voted that they will sponsor Astrid and her dad to go to this competition. But he doesn't want to accept it because that's like charity. He doesn't want to do that. 
<laughs> and I'm like, suck it up, Buttercup. Your kid wants to go, and she's got a really good duck. <laughs> yeah. Take the kid. <laughs> it was also at this point I wrote in my notes that Philip reminds me a lot of James Cameron. I don't he know looks, why. Yeah, a little he's, like James he's Cameron. He's got the James Cameron vibe to him. So that, just picture yeah. that whenever we're talking about Philip. Uh, yeah. He's going to think about it. Paula hasn't quite convinced him, but he's uh, getting more on board. Uh, we go back to the field where Allegra is just like, she's the championship dog. And they just let her loose in the front yard. Yep. <laughs> she's not tied up. There's no fences. She's just chilling in the front yep. yard. Uh, so this is where the creepy man from before is staring at her. Uh, and he's like tying like a weird, we find out it's a lure, but he's just like holding a rope and tying like a weird knot. <laughs> Very creepily. Yeah. And at this point, the kid on the bike arrives, pulls up to the house. So he's clearly the student that they were talking about earlier. Astrid comes out and says, hi, Toby. But that is not what I heard. What did you hear? I heard, hi, Tubby. Hi, Tubby. Oh. And I thought that was very mean. <laughs> the kid's not even, he's, a, he's thin. He's not Tubby at all. I was like, no. wow, what a name to give this kid in this hi, episode. Hi, blind David. <laughs> <laughs> i was like so upset for him it was only like a few maybe a minute or so later when the dad calls him toby that i was like oh his name is toby <laughs> i get it <laughs> so hobo has followed him astrid asks about hobo she's like oh who's this dog uh kid's like ah, he just keeps following me around <laughs> astrid calls over allegra to introduce him to introduce her i should say to Bravo. They've just decided Hobo's going to be named Bravo. Fine. Uh, That's so fine. Yep. So Hobo, they've suddenly gotten back into the swing of giving him names again. There was like a really long period where he got no nicknames in episodes. And now they're like hardcore going for it. But none so good as Rover King yet. Rover (laughs) Rover King King. is still. (laughs) Number one in our books. Number one. Yep. (laughs) It's hard to top that. (laughs) Yep. Uh, (laughs) So Philip comes out and he tells Toby to get inside and start practicing. Uh, and Astrid and Paula stand outside, and they're going to plan their strategy to get Philip to agree to this whole situation. Uh, they call it a total victory. At this point, they take off. Allegra is left alone in the yard. The creepy man throws the lure for her, uh, and she follows it, of course, straight into his arms. He takes off her collar, I don't know why, wraps a rope around her neck, and then he stuffs her into a bag. Yes, this <laughs> he- is very... He could have just taken the dog on the rope or just yeah. put a leash on her or picked her yeah. up. She's not that she, big. She came very willingly. Like, yeah. and she looks like I know that greyhounds and presumably whippets are supposed to look <laughs> like this. But she's very thin. Very like, thin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure any kind of food is going to bring that dog <laughs> yeah. anywhere you need it to go. There's no reason... Why, why do you have a sack? <laughs> right? Like an old school sack for this dog. And she's Never barked. She never barks in this whole episode. Nope. She, like, is super friendly. But no, yep. he wraps a rope around her neck and sticks her in a bag. And then we get a scene of him carrying said bag with this, like, frantic dog inside of it. Do you think they <laughs> yeah, would have put a it's... dog in that bag? <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> no. so. I, I really hope not. <laughs> I really hope not, too. <laughs> they just stuck an intern in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a raccoon. It's yeah. A, it's like... <laughs> not my raccoons. <laughs> Presumably, uh... uh PETA or whoever has to monitor the onset. It's not yeah. terribly concerned about the raccoons. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> they can handle it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hobo kind of figures out what's going on. Uh, 
there is another dog in the Jeep that they are headed to who is named Fairfax. And he's like a giant Great Dane, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, he's Great Danish. He looks like Scooby-Doo. He does he's look a lot of like a, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> he's a Scooby-Doo dog, but he is a beefy boy. Like that is, is a 100-pound-plus 100, 100 dog. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yep. five foot two, and the tip of his ears would probably be like near my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> definitely something along the lines of a Great Dane. Definitely yeah. a... A big old pooch. Yeah. Uh, so he's barking. Uh, they throws the dog in a sack <laughs> in the back of the Jeep. <laughs> uh, and he gets ready to drive away. Uh, and he does spot Hobo in the distance. He's like, he looks, he sees him in his mirror. He's like a little bit, he gives him a look and then he takes off. Hobo goes and grabs the collar. We go yeah. back. <laughs> so we cut back to Philip, who is not teaching his student. He's like nope. Toby. You hear bad violin music in the background, so presumably Toby is practicing. But Philip yep. is nowhere near him. Philip is in the kitchen talking to Astrid and Paula. Um, he's changed his mind. So he's decided he's going to let them go, um, and they're super excited. At this point, Hobo arrives and starts barking at the door, so they all go to see what the hell's going on. Astrid realizes Hobo has Allegra's collar and pulls it out. She realizes Allegra is missing, but Philip dismisses it because apparently... Allegra does this all the time. I mean, she doesn't lose her collar, but she just yeah. takes off and like she'll be back in like half an hour or so. I can't stress yeah. enough. This is a championship dog. <laughs> I presume not cheap. <laughs> no. And they're like, eh, it just runs away every now and then comes back. <laughs> yeah, sometimes she goes on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also going to presume she's not fixed because I'm assuming they plan on breeding her. If she's a championship dog. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> like, how many times has that dog come home smelling like skunk? <laughs> yeah. Or some, like, porcupine quills and, like... Egg, in yeah, in the muzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It was like, oh, no. Again? <laughs> oh, she does this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so he sends Astrid inside to go practice. She's got to go do her half hour, half an hour of practicing. Uh, but you do get the sense that Philip is a little concerned. I feel like the collar is a bit worrying. Just a bit. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Um, So uh, we go back to the man in the Jeep. The man's name is Cy. We find out near the very end of the episode. His name is Cy. Uh, Not the artist, the man. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Open kingdom style. (laughs) 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 Cy is yelling uh, at Fairfax, the big Great Dane. Not to hurt the dog. They don't actually want to hurt the dog. They just want to keep it out of the competition. Um, At this point, the hobo has somehow, I'm assuming Portal, caught up with (laughs) the chief. He has had time to to go back to the house, ensure that entire conversation about whether or not Allegra is missing, get back on the road, and then meet up with the jeep, presumably that was driving (laughs) semi-fast. Unless that Jeep stopped for an hour. <laughs> to took like, a little break. <laughs> yeah. Stopped at a nearby chip stand. He's like got his wall in one hand and like the sack in the other. <laughs> yeah. What's in the bag? Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll take a chili cheese dog, please. <laughs> yeah. And like, I want to ho- I want to think that like he took a bite and then like at the end there was a little bit left and he put it in the sack. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> just stared at the worker as he put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do about it yeah this thing could be full of snakes you don't know <laughs> yeah you can't do anything can't make me do nothing yeah. nope <laughs> see you 
uh so yes that occurs uh hobo has followed them to they're at like a barn house situation wherever um, it is it has a rototiller and we know it has a <laughs> rototiller because the rototiller is in the front it's in the foreground of the shot that opens it and i just there's nothing all that important about a rototiller i just find it very humorous that somebody went out of their way to take that <laughs> rototiller and put it in the shot they're like i know what the shot needs a rototiller yeah uh so yes we are at this barn farm situation uh they take allegra into the barn where so he like takes the bag into the barn we hear like various animal noises and then we get a shot of the coolest goat known to man yeah he is just chilling in front of this like stall bars with like one hoof up like just (laughs) as cool as can be just staring (laughs) Welcome to my barn. I like to think somebody just saw him doing that. Was like, get the camera, get the camera, get it out. Raccoon intern, get on this. <laughs> yeah, cool goat, cool goat. Because <laughs> it's just such a random shot of this goat. <laughs> so <laughs> they bring Allegra into an empty stall. Uh, he starts tying her rope that's on her neck like to the wall or something. Um, he, Sai is talking to Fairfax. He's telling him to go stand guard. Uh, he tells Allegra, he's talking to Allegra like she's a person. He's telling her to yes. be quiet, uh, that Fairfax is going to watch every move she makes. Uh, she better not try anything. Don't get smart. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's uh, had a lot of experience like tying things up and telling him not to move. But this is the first dog. Yeah. This is the first dog for him. <laughs> yeah. He's really wondering why it's not talking back. What the heck? <laughs> uh, this dog hasn't even screamed yet. <laughs> right? Kind of takes some of the fun out of it. When do you think it's going to offer me money? Do you <laughs> yeah. think that's coming? <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Sai is definitely a weird man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So Sai has finished tying up Allegra. He's walking back. He's telling Fairfax that they're going to go tell Mrs. Travis that they've taken care of the competition because clearly she's the one behind this whole situation. Hobo, of course, then sneaks into the barn. Uh, he heads directly to the stall Allegra's in. Uh, but apparently Sai has outsmarted the hobo because Hobo walks into the stall and Sai closes the door. <laughs> There's a cool part where the hobo like tries to open the door. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, he like he tries struggles. to pot, but he can't open it. So what he actually does is he hits it hard enough to bounce it back. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but that's actually quite brilliant. <laughs> it is pretty brilliant, actually. Yes. Because, yeah, he struggles at first. He can't quite yeah. get into that door. <laughs> but he does. And then the door gets closed behind him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sai is like, do you have a death wish? Do you want to tangle with Fairfax? Because Fairfax is apparently terrifying, even though his tail yeah. wags through most of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is where there's like a commercial break, like a dun-dun-dun moment. Sai tells him, just try getting out of there. <laughs> yeah, and then our commercial break. And then we're back to the hobo, who is looking through the bars at the top of the stall, presumably at the lock for the stall door. I like yep. that now they're not even trying to explain it. We get a shot of the hobo looking. We get a shot of the latch. We get a shot of the latch unlatching. But yeah. no paw slash human hand in sight of it. No. And then no, the door is open. Bother. Yep. <laughs> like magic. <laughs> There's <laughs> no way that dog opened that door. It's one of those ones where you like have to pull it up and over, like to yes. unlatch it. And he is inside the stall. He like listen, during the commercial break he found like a little uh, like a coat hanger. Yeah. He bent it. And, like Fashioned exactly it the little... shape he needed. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, he's not even using his mouth. He's using his tail like a scorpion. Like he's got it wrapped up and he's like angled over his head. 
for more precision. Show me that show. That's what I want to see. Yeah. That's what we're paying for. Right? Not some unlatched latch for two seconds. Yeah. Come on. Get with it. Right? Uh, so Hobo's out. He starts running away. Fairfax notices Hobo. He starts chasing him. Uh, so Hobo leads him into a stall and then jumps over the wall of the stall into another yes. stall, then circles around to then lock Fairfax into that stall. Yes. I don't know what's stopping Fairfax from doing the same thing. He's, but he doesn't he's have dumb. full control over his scorpion tail. Yes, not, because he is stuck. <laughs> yeah. He is locked in the shed. Uh, so at this point, again, they don't show us. Hobo has somehow magically untied Allegra. <laughs> yep. And he is leading her out of the barn, rope in mouth. He's made a new friend. This is how he makes friends now. <laughs> yeah. He Come with me. Takes her, takes her ropes and he pulls them along. Just leads them away. Yep. <laughs> you have no choice but to follow me. <laughs> yep. Works every time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so Sai notices, uh, immediately grabs his gun and starts to shoot at the dogs. Yeah. Earlier, I don't know who he's trying to hit, but I like, right? Earlier, he was like, "We're not, we're not going to hurt the dog. We just <laughs> want to keep it away." And starts shooting. <laughs> yeah, immediately uh, starts firing. He misses, so he starts yelling for Fairfax, who obviously can't come. Uh, yeah, so we go back to the house. Philip is now pretty worried about Allegra. Like he knows something's up. Uh, he has decided that they should go look for her. Uh, so he grabs Astrid. Wait, he goes to grab Astrid. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to her room. Uh, he is presumably a violin teacher and can't tell the difference between a recording and real life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He goes in and there's a, a tape recorder playing what is presumably Astrid practicing. Yeah. So she had the foresight to record <laughs> herself practicing and then rewind the tape. I, she must have done this before oh, practice, right? Absolutely, yes. This I feel like this is something she does on the regular, like yeah, not just this time. <laughs> and like, do you think like if you flip the tape over, it's like the lead chair for the London Philharmonic <laughs> Orchestra for when she presumes she's gonna get good? Yes. Like, you'll <laughs> <laughs> be so impressed. <laughs> yeah, I've been working so hard. <laughs> That's what he's like. Listen, if you do all your scales properly. I'll buy you a pony. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she goes to the other room <laughs> and like Beethoven's ninth yeah. starts up. <laughs> and her dad's just like, yeah, she's my oh, kid. Yeah, sure. That sounds <laughs> yeah. definitely like my, my daughter. Genius. Yep. Yep. <laughs> she's Mozart. <laughs> wow. There's a whole crowd in there apparently. <laughs> yeah. Clapping away. I know. She's so impressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, Astrid is clearly already out searching for the dog. <laughs> she has run away. Uh, so at this point, Hobo is now being chased by Fairfax, who's been let loose by Psy. Uh So he lets Allegra go. He lets her run into the forest. They're in like a wooded area, foresty situation, uh, to hide. Uh, and Hobo also hides from Fairfax. But as Fairfax gets closer, Hobo then like barks and like leads him astray. So that Allegra can get away. Well, he's he's Batmaning it up, right? Yes, like yeah. he's setting up distractions and then lurking in the shadows. <laughs> That's exactly what thing. he's doing. Yes. So, oh yeah. So he starts leading him in the wrong direction. Uh, at this point, we get a shot of Astrid walking on like a dirt road. She hears barking. She's like, ah, okay. Obviously, that's my dog's dog. Uh, <laughs> and she kind of like cuts into the woods. Uh, at this point, Sai once again he spotted Allegra. He starts shooting at her again. <laughs> <laughs> as hobo yeah. is hiding in the bush from fairfax 
So Hobo's plan, he hides in the bush. And then at the right moment, he pops up. He, like, barks. And then he hides again. And Fairfax is so dumb that he just runs yep. towards the barking and keeps running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right past yeah. the hobo. <laughs> he's, like, four kilometers away. He's like, ah, I might have missed him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should circle back. <laughs> no. Fairfax is not the smartest dog. <laughs> no, he's not. At this point, we get the most random. Mm, no, the car exploding in the last episode was the most random. Good work, boy. Very random scene because last we saw Astrid, she was just walking into the woods. Yes. Now we cut to <laughs> Astrid, chest deep in gross pond yeah. water. <laughs> <laughs> she's in a swamp she's in a swamp up to her chest yelling yeah. for allegra what happened what are you doing did she fall in did she purposely get in she must have fallen in because there's there's wooden walkways right by her right there's like a little rickety but a path yeah but why do we not get a shot of her falling in just like smash cuts to her in the pond <laughs> I actually rewound it a couple times being like, did I miss a scene? Like, cause sometimes when I'm writing my notes, you know, you miss things. I was like, did I, did yeah. I miss her falling in? No. Nope. <laughs> she just, in the she woods, just, in the water. She headed out straight from the road and she was like, well, I could go right on the path, but I'm pretty dedicated to going straight at this point. You know, the fastest direction is straight line. <laughs> straight line, right into the swamp. Yep. My GPS told me. <laughs> yeah, that's straight. Straight ahead. At this point, uh, Allegra has appeared. Astrid kind of spots her. Hobo's right behind them. The man, Sai, has arrived as well, uh, being his creepy self. But thankfully, he's smart enough to put his gun down. <laughs> Instead of Yeah, he doesn't immediately try and shoot the girl. <laughs> right? He doesn't immediately, like, threaten her. Instead, he tries to pull the whole, like, oh, are you lost? Like, oh, let me help you. Astrid is not having it. She is red alert <laughs> yep <laughs> like, no thank you uh, and at this point hobo goes and grabs the gun i thought he was just gonna drop it in the water because like yeah well, th that it made sense makes sense but no he like walks along the rickety path along this pond uh, and then goes and kind of stands taunting the man on the other side and so the man of course follows him and then swan dives into the water man doesn't trip yeah he doesn't fall he swan dives <laughs> He, he pulls a um, he pulls a neater off and yes. just like just keeps walking. It's like a ghost pushed him. Yeah, that's right. The ghost of hobos passed. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Astrid yells like, "You tricked him! That's neat." You tricked him. Really neat. Yeah. She actually says, "Boy, That's howdy!" Neat. I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> and the man shouts like, "I'll get you!" that yeah. ah. you're meddling dogs <laughs> yeah. too very cruella deville uh, yep at this point philip and paula have finally arrived they found the group of them uh and they immediately recognize Sai. they know he works for uh eileen travis they kind of know what's going on so they grab astrid they grab the dogs and they just peace out they just leave Sai. Yep. they leave the him pond. there and he's like <laughs> I can't get out. I'm stuck. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And they leave him to die. What? I'm stuck. Don't leave me. That would be an awful way to die. Like, if you were legitimately stuck in a swamp 
with the mosquitoes oh. and the bugs and the heat. You die of exposure, oh, I think. I think, and it would be slow and it would be painful. Oh. I mean, Sai's a bad person, but he does not deserve that. <laughs> no, and who's going to feed all those people that he's got tied up in his stalls? <laughs> right? No one's going to know they're there. Yeah. <laughs> so upsetting. Um, all right, so we cut to the ending scene, which is them at the Nationals, which is really just like a fairground. It's just like some tents. Uh, yeah. Even their track is so lame. It's like a piece of tape on the ground. Uh we're going to get to it soon, actually. I skipped a part. Uh, so the, <laughs> Phil, Philip, Paula, and Astrid are walking with the dogs. That dog does not want to be on a leash. Allegra no. is not having this kid walking her. She looks so upset. Um, <laughs> the announcer is, like, announcing the dogs. He talks about Laser being handled by Cy Baxter, and then he interrupts himself to correct himself. And he's like, nope, correction, handled by the owner. And then Paula makes some crack about... Oh, she must have fired Cy. <laughs> uh, or he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> His body is being eaten by birds in a swamp. <laughs> uh, so at this point, the dogs have to start lining up. This is where we see that it's just like a piece of tape on the ground. All the owners just hold their dogs. Uh, and then at the sound of like the bell or whistle or whatever, they just like unclip them and the lure starts yep. going. It's very low-key, low-tech, even for the 80s. <laughs> uh, and these dogs just start chasing this lure thing, zigzagging all over the place. There's actually a cut of Allegra, like, tumbling, but they cut, like, right before she yeah. fully falls. <laughs> like, she was going, like, head over heels <laughs> if they hadn't do cut you, that. <laughs> do you recognize this footage? This is kind of a trick question, but do you, do you recognize the footage? Is it just reused footage from the earlier scene? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the exact same footage <laughs> from the so. beginning of the episode. <laughs> um, I didn't notice, but Brad actually pointed it out. He's like, that's the same footage <laughs> that the man is watching at the beginning of the episode. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> so I think they're stuck in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I just watched Interstellar and Donnie Darko. So <laughs> You're all about the time loop. <laughs> oh, they're stuck in a time loop, baby. <laughs> Only explanation. <laughs> There's a jet engine's gonna fall on somebody. Oh no! Can't remember. I haven't. It's been so long since I've seen Donnie Darko. Is that actually a good movie? It is. It's it's excellent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it holds up really, really well. My memories of it are like the Mad World song. And <laughs> oh yes, the bunny. Everyone the remembers bunny the bunny and his really bad yeah. haircut. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I watched it a week ago. It's good. Yeah. Okay. I, w- I would watch it again. All right. Well, uh, maybe one day I will. Uh- yeah. <laughs> So the dogs take off. They're racing. Obviously, Allegra wins. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, we cut to a scene of her receiving her, like, ribbon. Uh, they all have their traditional chat about the hobo sticking around. And the hobo's like, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Astrid tries to tell hobo that he needs to stay because Allegra needs him. And hobo's like, no. <laughs> I didn't stick around <laughs> nope. for my children. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not sticking around, not sticking around for this dog <laughs> and so he leaves and astrid says i guess in his own way he was born to run to wow that's when the song born Keep to run plays trucking. <laughs> yeah. yep <laughs> and that's the end of the episode <laughs> boy howdy hey. what'd you think um it um no <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
know, I, it's definitely not as strong as the last couple. I mean, it's not terrible. No. It's probably not going to show up on like our bottom three list Mm-mm. unless, you know, the next 10 episodes are like gold. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I wouldn't recommend this one. I think it's it's wholly skippable. Yeah, I agree with that. It just didn't, it was weird. It didn't really mesh well. The sport is odd. Yeah. It didn't really, it yeah it was weird <laughs> uh your hobo harm i have zero doesn't really do anything i said zero but for allegra i said four for that tumble <laughs> oh yeah yeah she went down she was going down hard they <laughs> definitely made a, a very select cut in yes. the film there because I, I did read that they can run like 35 to 40 miles an hour so <laughs> imagine taking a tumble at that speed <laughs> no thank you uh your hobo fight uh i have hobo and allegra versus fairfax Ooh. so like they're gonna team up i see it as like a it's like a godzilla style <laughs> battle so you got like godzilla and mothra versus king Ghidorah. so you got like the one really big kaiju and then you got like the two other kaijus the that have to like, ones. team up <laughs> yeah and hobo is definitely godzilla and allegra is definitely the mothra so like they're gonna they're gonna have to team up to try and take down Fairfax. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you? Mine was Allegra versus Santa's little helper. <laughs> I thought it was Santa's little helper. Yeah. <laughs> He's the first one that came to mind, and I was like, "Yep, I'm going with it." <laughs> yeah. But I think they'll just become friends and have cute yeah, little probably. babies. <laughs> Very fast. Yes. Fast babies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you ready for the next episode? I am ready. I think you're going to enjoy this one, <laughs> okay. or at least I hope I hope we are going to enjoy this one, because this is an episode we've talked about before. <laughs> we talked about wanting to see. The episode's name is Tempest Probe, and the synopsis reads, a criminal steals and tries to sell a secret laser. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I remember. We've well, talked about like this years for a ago. long time. As soon as we <laughs> saw this synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Don't we let us down. Up- the littlest hobo on wikipedia <laughs> and this was the synopsis and we were like what can't wait to get to this one <laughs> so yeah <laughs> next time we get to see <laughs> this secret laser i'm very curious to know how they're gonna go how how is yeah. this gonna happen i'm hoping james bond style yes that is what yeah. i want you expect me to talk <laughs> no i expect you to die <laughs> And laser fires up, yeah. and it's like the hobo strapped to like a like a table with his <laughs> yes. his legs and Sprawled. arms cuffed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The laser is slowly creeping up. Yeah. <laughs> ah. If I get anything less, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train, and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan, and I've been Katie. Take care. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>